Mummy knocked on the door. Jeeta, enough tagatia. If you don't come out this minute, you will have to stay in there for two hours. Every time a prospective groom came to see my 21-year-old sister Nimita, Mummy asked my other sister Mohini and me to disappear into the streets of Mumbai. Mummy told us it was because Nimita and the boy needed time to be alone. Sure, as alone as bees are in their hives. The boy usually came with three or four relatives, so what difference did it make if Mohini and I were there or not? Maybe it was because Mohini was 19 and I was 16 and the poor boy would get confused between us all. Mummy knocked again. Jita, will you really make me stay in here for two hours? What if someone needs to use the bathroom? I said as I came out. Mummy strode to the door of our apartment and held it open. Mohini was waiting outside at the top of the staircase. Go, go, hurry. The guests will be here any minute. Mummy motioned with her arm as if to sweep me out. I can't go barefoot. Let me at least slip on my sandals. Stay out for a while. We will, Mohini said as we went down the stairs. Mummy shut the door. You escaped before Mummy got mad, Mohini said. Yep. Did you see the way Mummy flicked me out of the house as if I were a bed bug? I wiggled away before she stomped and squashed me, though. I'm quick. Not always. What took you so long to get ready? Why does it matter? We're out of the house, aren't we? I don't enjoy being kicked out. I hope this boy is the caboose. You know, the last one of a long train, I said. Poor Namita, I wonder how she's managed to go through this 17 times. For the past two years, Mummy and Papa's sister, my Foy, had been searching for a suitable husband for Namita. Now Mummy was desperate. Even though Namita had gone to SNDT Women's College and had a degree in home science, she couldn't see very well out of her grey-green eyes and she was almost blind if the light was dim. There was a name for her eye condition, but I couldn't remember what it was called. What mattered most was that the doctor had told us that as time went by, Nimita's vision could get worse, and eventually she could go blind. There was no cure for it. Not yet. Today, the boy who was coming to meet Nimita had not finished college, but he owned his own business, a bangle shop in Bhuleshwar. If I were Nimita, I would tell Papa to stop the parade of potential grooms, I said. You would, but she's not you. I don't know what I'd do if I were in her place. It would be nice if I liked the first or the second person I met and he liked me. For you, I said, snapping my fingers, it'll be chat mangni pat shadi. Quick engagement, instant wedding. You think so? Mohini said. Besides being smart, you're pretty and you have light skin. You have nothing to worry about. But you do? Of course I do. All the boys want a pretty wife with a perfect set of teeth who is about three inches shorter and three years younger than him and comes from a rich family and has a whitish or at least a wheatish complexion. That's not true. Really? Find me one boy that doesn't want a perfect girl. Remember Rita living in the next building? Three boys rejected her because she has a slightly crooked smile. Jita, do you really believe that? I do, and don't tell me you don't. Mohini smiled. You can charm any boy. I suppose I could, but he would have to be extra special not to care about my cinnamon-colored skin. I wondered why the girl always had to be perfect. A boy could be dark and handsome, 
so why couldn't a girl be dark and beautiful? Let's catch a bus and go to the Chopati beach before sunset, Mohini suggested. I nodded absently. I was so wrapped up in my thoughts that I didn't hear what else she said. Before I realized what was happening, I tripped on a handcart and scraped my elbow. Blood oozed out of me. We've only been gone for ten minutes. If we go back, Mummy will be upset. Mohini wrapped her arm around my waist. I'm taking you home.